0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever y'all, wherever you may be. On this edition of the Clan the Hour podcast, we're going to get into some NFL playoffs previews, uh, some juicy matches this weekend, as well as previewing the college football playoff. Who you got? We're going to find out. So until then, let's get it. Good morning, good evening, good, good afternoon, wherever y'all, wherever you may, may be. I'm Scott Burks. This is the Clown Hour, my man, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on the yard. That's HBCU Sports. It wraps about all things HBCU Sports. As well as sleazy video on Tuesday night on Facebook Live. You see the merch right there. The yard. Get the merch. He'll explain where you, where you can find it. Um, I might cup that one of those myself. Um, also, please check out his work on heroesports.com when he wraps about all things FCSF Flex, especially as it pertains to HBCU Sports. as uh, to your boy here. Uh, check my sports blog, The Clown Times. It's Clown Care at www.theclowntimes.net. You check me on Facebook as well. So whether you're on your smartphone, desktop, laptop, just go to the search area, type in the Clown Times, you find me there. And last but not least, get the merch. Get the merch. CafePress.com. Search for the Clown Times Sports, all one word, no he- no dashes, no hyphens, no spaces. And also, please subscribe to the channel. All right, on this crazy ass. Wednesday. I mean, we went from I don't want to be, be be political a little bit, but just put it all to perspective. We went from a historic high last night when a brother and later a Jewish man from Georgia ripped, mm-hmm. like won the Senate seats to to flip the the, the Senate to the uh, to, like to the left. Um, yeah, this happened earlier today, right? We all know mm-hmm. what happened. We all don't live on a rock. We've seen it. We saw it. Hopefully everyone's safe. I know you in D.C. area, Dwayne, so hopefully you're safe. Well, you're obviously safe, you like you did. But, <laughs> but I'm yeah. right here with you. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I just think back right quick, I admit this quickly, too. When I used to live in D.C. for three years and just work at, the, work at HHS right at Capitol Hill, right at the foot of Capitol Hill, and just seeing the crazy stuff I've seen there in the past, like the protests, gatherings, whatever, I just never thought I'd live to see, a, a see a, something like this, what took place early today. And again, I'm, I'm hoping, I hope and praying that everyone's safe, non-protesters, wherever. Hope you're safe, I mean prayers go out to the young lady who was killed, shot and killed. Um, and I don't know if you want to add, add a couple of words before it gets started, you're the DC native, so. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and there. add
1: a couple of things, right? And yeah. um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep this as very brief, because of course, This is a sports show, right? I don't really want to go. And we did the politics. Yeah, Yeah, we. But, you know, of course, you know, this still tells us to shut up and dribble, but sports and politics still has a way of finding a way of intertwining with one another sooner or later at some point, Mm -hmm. right? But this is one of those times. Um, I'll say this Mm. being, you know, born in the mid 70s, growing up in the 80s and 90s. being the product of those that that uh protested during the 60s and lived through that um especially here in the district oh my god a lot of the stuff that went down here um you know we 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 grew up in the particular atmosphere where we saw certain imagery we heard certain types of music that continued to rile us up during that time um in terms of um fighting for our particular rights and um, making sure that we had equal footing, right? Correct. So, to the, the whole concept of rushing the government to, to that degree, like we saw today, mm-hmm. um, oddly enough, I'm gonna go ahead and, and confess, uh, Scott, with you, right? Um, I was, there was a small part of me that wasn't anti that, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it, it, I, unfortunately, Government, the the way that it, it, it is in certain times and has been for the past four years. Right. Um, you know, we, we, we scream for change, and unfortunately, things don't change for those who um who have been disenfranchised. And let's, uh, uh, let's be real here: for people of color, mm-hmm. um, we've been disenfranchised since we got here. Right. 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 Um, so to 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 visually see something manifest that we kind of teased about for years. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I was kind of happy to see it happen. But one of the things that I didn't do was, one, um, I I, I didn't humanize that situation, right? And let me break that down. Um, Being a Native here, of course, I know that there are people that I do know and probably unknowingly work at the Capitol. So, yes, I'm concerned about their safety. Mm -hmm. One of them being, oddly enough, One of my co-hosts over at Sleazy Sports, coach. Mm. Coach works at the Senate. Oh, wow. Oddly enough, Lou, sweet Lou, used to work at the Senate. Had he not retired, he probably would have been there today too, right? So to to, to put that in perspective, you know, their safety comes to mind when I think about situations like that. Mm. Not thinking about, you know, uh, originally, yo, we need to go ahead and let the powers that be know that A, things need to change, and sometimes you get tired of just yelling outside, hey, 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 this needs to happen, you need to kick in the door. And maybe they'll think twice, right? So this now kind of humanizes that. But two, it kind of put things into perspective because just a couple of months ago with the whole Black Lives Matter, I'm not, I don't like saying the whole, I shouldn't even say that, right? Just a couple of months ago with the Black Lives Matter protest that happened, throughout the entire country, throughout the entire world, right? especially the stuff that happened here in DC. Mm-hmm. But the way that they were treated, in terms of just wanting their voices to be heard, no one was planning to storm the White House. No one was planning to do anything in anything. Those that were doing damage weren't those that had the original, uh, 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 the original concept of what that protest was supposed to be in their hearts. They just wanted to come out and do damage. Right. Yeah. Unlike these mamas, <laughs> they all he wanted to do was be destructive. Right. 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 Because we 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 hear your voice, we, we understand that, that you believe something that's completely untrue. That's a whole other thing in itself, and that you're upset. But but you, but I, I truly believe that they're scared, and they just went through, and they wanted to go ahead and and, and damage things. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that they weren't treated the same way that those especially those that are between the ages, I mean, everyone who was there. but let's be real, huge concentration of those protesting on Black Lives Matter were between the ages of 12 and 30. And the way that they treated those black kids, oddly enough, my son is that age. It it, it sickened me to see how they were sick on these kids for just wanting to hear them say that, hey, yo, we it don't matters. want to be treated like this. Like yes, this.
0: we want to be equally treated under equal protection of the law.
1: Yes. yes. Equal protection of the law. Yes. Not lies about the election, not based upon we're afraid of what this new administration is going to... No, no, no. We just want to be treated right by the... Yo, we don't want to die. We just want to just walk the streets.
0: Yes. We just want to walk I the be streets. be profiled but, and shit, you know? Yeah, but these bamas are
1: mad about doing. the outcome of an election that didn't go their way. Yes. And this is how they act so yes. that's the thing that 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 truly bothers me is the fact that innocent people were, 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 were put into harm's way and they were doing this because something didn't go their way right and, and 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 that's the thing that bothers me you you're grown men and women sometimes the same way you told the same way that conservatives told the dems to deal yeah but donald trump won
0: yeah deal
1: now, with now, <laughs> now, now they're saying that they're acting like liberals yeah. In the way that liberals did four years ago. No.
0: N- liberals. Never, ne- they, did, they never stormed the, the Capitol. They never stormed. The <laughs> and they
1: never would have been allowed to.
0: Right. They never would and, so. and rightfully so. And rightfully so. And
1: rightfully so. To quote my man, Fred Rerun Stubbs in an episode of Martin, had we rushed the gates, we would have been sprayed. <laughs> There's no way in the world that would have happened. Matter of fact, if you don't believe me, just look at six months ago. Yeah. We weren't even trying to rush the White House then. But these members rushed the Capitol and, and, and nothing happened. I, again, I don't want innocent people to to to, 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 to have to be affected by this. Mm-hmm. And prayers go out to the young lady um, that, that ended up being shot and murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I might not agree with why she was out there, but according, and again, I don't know how true the story is. The the, uh, eyewitness account, and it's bad. It's bad that we've gotten to the point where we don't trust each other now. Right. Eyewitness accounts say that she was reaching for her cell phone, and she was shot by a police officer Mm. because they believed that it was going to be a weapon. I just thought it was weird that she got shot in that situation. Right, right. But Bama's that actually had guns, nothing happened to them. Bama's that actually pushed their way in, nothing happened to them. Right. So, again, it goes back to equal treatment. That's all I ask for, man. That's all we all ask for. Correct. You know, it's equal treatment, be it man, woman, woman of color, person of color, whatever. We just want to be treated the same, dude, and and, and not have insanity like this happen. But yes, for all those asking... Yes, I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine because I'm here. Mm-hmm. But, um, you yeah, know, all of that stuff is basically concentrated within the uh, the neighborhood of the White House. Um, I live within eyeshot of the White of, of, not the White House, but the Capitol. I live within eyeshot of the Capitol, probably mm-hmm. about a 10-minute drive. But, you know, it, it's not coming out that far.
0: No, good. not at all. We're good. Good. As long as everyone's yeah. safe, that's all good. All right. So get into sports. But if <laughs> anything,
1: Scott, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. It, it it seemed like to me because they, they also had um a, a a curfew during the Black Lives Matter marches as well. Correct. Yes. Um. Now, when they had those marches, it seemed like those curfews were to get the protesters in the house.
0: Correct. Right. right.
1: It it seemed like this curfew
0: was for the even, was for the non people weren't participating. Yeah. Yeah. Was
1: to protect them so they could get back safely. Mm-hmm. Um. And. There are positives and negative views on that. Yeah, I understand. I feel so kind of um,
0: way about that, but that's I, do, I, that. I
1: do too, right? Yeah, uh-huh. like, and I understand that it is our mayor here, Muriel Bowser, and she's super petty. If you don't believe me, go look at Black Lives Matter way and understand how that entire thing went down. <laughs> um, that's that's about the petties you can get. Um, the the, the, the highest of pettivity, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it, it, it seemed like well, it. it, it it was to protect them, but at the same time, it was kind of to protect D.C. natives. Because mm-hmm. those who, who wanted to go out and, and do something probably would have, and probably would have gotten charged for it. Yeah. Um, even though, in some cases, they could have been defending themselves. Oh, so yeah. That's probably that probably would it happened.
0: That probably would have yeah. happened. Oh, that's yeah. exactly
1: what would have happened, because that's yeah. what happened the last time they were here in, in November, when right. you had, there, uh, there were a couple of teenage kids that, that got into an altercation with a couple of men, mm-hmm. and um, it didn't go the grown men way.
0: yeah.
1: Right. And, and and they were looking for the grown men, even though they were, they were looking for the kids, even though the grown men were the agitators. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just got a strange them, This whole fifteen minutes right here might need to be edited because it has nothing to do with sports. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's alright. It's okay. The I mean, people can need
1: to hear it. They need, and then and, and most of those um, probably watching do agree with it. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, yeah, uh, just let it go, dude.
0: Just let it go. You lost. Just move on. Just, yeah. just move on. Just move on. Just, move on. just, just tell other people yeah. to move on. Yeah. All right. Speaking of moving on. All right. The NFL playoffs. First of all, before we get into that, I want to congratulate you on your Washington football team's division girl crown. Now, there's a, I'm not saying y'all were suspecting how you got it. You earned it. But I think you had a little help by one Doug Peterson. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Look, you guys played your game. Alex Smith didn't play particularly well because he's playing on one leg. He's getting that out. God bless him for that. Um, you know, the defense, y'all, y'all's all defense showed up, obviously. Chase, Chase Young, man child, defensive rookie of the year. Um, but I had a problem with how Dougie Piaz likes to call himself, um, how he – a couple a few a couple instances, he was like, you know what? Nah, it's not point to win this game. I mean, they were down 20 to 17. Well, I think 20 17, maybe 17 to 14. They had a fourth down and two or fourth mm-hmm. and five. Well within field goal range. You remember this, don't you? What
1: yes, they were, down, they were down they down
0: 14-10. Yeah. 14-10. Okay. So instead of kicking the field, this is early in the obviously early in the game. So instead of kicking a field goal to get within one. They're gonna go for it. Incomplete put pass. And then later on, they pulled uh Jalen Hurts for whatever reason. I still don't know why he did chose to do so. Uh-huh. And for this Nate Sunfell, whatever you pronounce his last name. Nate
1: Sunfell, aka Nasty Nate. I'm gonna have to tell you my nasty, <laughs> nasty Nate story. I'm gonna have to tell you my nasty nate story later. But yes, Nate Sunfell, yes,
0: sir. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> his ass got in the game, he stuck up the joint a turn, had a turnover that led to Washington's points, which proved to be a difference in the ball game. So let me ask you, and so basically, like, then you have people obviously just complaining, one being Joe Judge, head coach of the New York Giants, who should shut the fuck up because this team finished six and 10. If you're six and 10, you shouldn't be saying anything. Yeah, ass a six and 10 for a reason, you sucked. Let it be, let it go. Try hard again next year. So anyway, Again, congrats to your squad. Not throwing in shade. Congrats to your squad. The squad earned it. You, you overcame a 1-5 start, I think.
1: Yes, sir. To mm-hmm.
0: finish the season 7-9. It's finished, obviously, like a winning, winning record the rest of the way. But give me your thoughts on that. Did, do you think, did you think that Dougie P threw the game? Should he have a job? What's up?
1: Um, I'm going to start with this, right? And, and I'm glad that Lou put it into perspective last night. Um, and 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 Lou is the Eagles fan. He put put this into perspective last night um, because I didn't even think about it this way, right? Mm. Because it it happens so often, we become so oblivious to this, right? So you think about it as week 17, final week of the season, playoff position is on the line. You have a game between two divisional rivals, um, whereas one is fighting for a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Um, The team... Between the two teams, one of the teams from um, Pennsylvania, and the coach makes a decision to put in the backup quarterback. And it's perceived by many as a, an attempt for that team from Pennsylvania to throw the game, right? Right. Funny thing is, I'm not talking about the Eagles, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers yeah. yeah, right. They put in their backup quarterback in a, in a rivalry game. They didn't necessarily need that game. Um, but the Browns needed it in order to get in. You know who else needed it? Who the Miami needed Dolphins. The, the Miami Dolphins, right? Yeah. So no one talks about how teams who rest guys <clears throat> for that final week, in, in mm-hmm. essence, could be seen as throwing a game, especially if it's a situation where a team that they may be facing could be fighting for their playoff lives, like the Cleveland Browns were, right? And yep. in essence, that hurts the Miami Dolphins. But yet, time. no one talks about the integrity of the Steelers. They're looked at as resting players. Whereas those who look at the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles look at, they, they, they question Doug Peterson's integrity and whether or not he was doing his damnedest to make sure that the Washington football team did not make it into the playoffs. I right. would go ahead and, and, and chalk that up to two things one, New York bias, two, the bias on the Washington football team and the hatred they've been receiving for the past 20 years. And I don't know why, because this team has been bad for the past 20 (laughs) years. Why are you hating on this organization so Uh, much? I don't get it. I really don't get it, right? But, Mm -hmm. okay, the question was about Doug Peterson and whether or not his integrity is in question, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, the game was close. But the thing was, your boy, uh, 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 Jalen Hurts, was not having a remarkable game there. Oh, he was no. terrible. He was terrible. He he was terrible. Matter of yeah. fact, they were the ones leading 14 to 10 at that moment. Matter of fact, or, or were they, no, they were down they 17. Were down. Right. They were down 17, 14 at that moment. Right. Right. Um, like I said before, Jalen Hur- Hurts was not having a remarkable game that, that at that point. Matter of fact, he had well under 200 yards of combined offense up until the point in which he was pulled. Now, do I agree that put, placing in one nasty Nate, AKA Nate Sunfeld in at that point in the game was the best for, for, for them to do um, in terms of competitiveness. No, but allegedly that was the plan because they wanted to review him under game time situation to figure out whether or not they want to keep him on, on the roster for next year. Right mm-hmm. now for the Giants, that's a bad situation because you need Philly to be as competitive as possible. Right. Correct. But for Philly and for, for, for Doug Peterson who's trying to save his job now, yeah, of course a a win at the end of the season and going five, 10 and one, I don't know how much better it is than four, 11 and one. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's three draft spots better. But yo, he's trying to save his job and evaluate players as well as everybody else. Right. Oh my God. And if anything, he's, he's doing a solid for the Giants. New Gi- <laughs> York know, Giant fans, if you want your team to not be in that situation, you win games. Right. There were 10 other opportunities in which you had to win games and did not. Sorry. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. You're a six and ten team. Begging for the help of a team that entered the game at 410 and one. Stop it. You're looking <laughs> mm-hmm. you're looking very needy right now, New York Giant fans. They very should just shut
0: up. They should just shut up. I mean, look, I mean, someone said was the Colin Calhoun? someone said, Mr. Skip bears Someone mm-hmm. said that Joe Judge is using this as an attempt to possibly lure some free agents, attract some free agents, in the sense that. He was saying that, you know, he's all big on this effort of the team, blah, blah, blah. I think he just shut up. Now, I would say this. As far as your theory upon uh, likening what Philadelphia did to what Pittsburgh did, rest of his players, mm-hmm. I would count up by saying this. We went to, we, we, we people knew we were going to rest players midweek. They, yeah. we, they knew that we were going to rest Big Ben, T.J. Watt, <clears throat> Cameron Hayward, uh, Marquise Pouncey. Everyone knew that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dougie P does this shit in the middle of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it make it any better to, that we know about
1: it or versus not knowing well, about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're guys. saying there. Yeah, you're still yeah. wrestling
0: guys, but the point is, the game was competitive. When but you know what?
1: That says a lot about the Browns, really. And I, I kind of feel bad for, for, no, I didn't pick them. No, I, I picked them for points. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just not about the Browns.
0: Yeah, they won by two, They won by two points against our B team. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and and how do you expect to look against a team who finished the season 1-5? and five, uh, How do you expect to look against them when they, now they're going to be fully loaded again?
0: Yeah.
1: If, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm coming in there with, with more confidence oh, yeah. than I did before.
0: Playing you play know? at home and you get your whole squad back. Against the same team you beat by that you lost to by on a failed two point conversion, yeah, yeah. So
1: that's why I'm like, uh, cry all you want to, take care of your own business. Yeah, take, there used to be a gospel song: sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Mm-hmm. Take care of your own business, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you you had you had six you had seventeen well you're actually sixteen games. You have 16 games and 17 weeks to take care of your own business. Right. If you can't do that, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs, and you're begging for someone else. Mm-hmm. You're begging for. The, hey, see, I'm, I'm I'm quoting. I'm dropping quotes today. Uh, 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 <laughs> Slick Rick once said, "Real men don't beg. Most men don't borrow." Yeah. yeah. Yo, stop begging. Do do it for yourself. That's old school for yeah. those young
0: folks out there. That's old school. Yeah. That's old school. That's old
1: school shit. for those that, that yeah. don't know that. But yeah, right. you beat the Cowboys. But you had ten other games. You had an opportunity to win. Yeah, Matter exactly. of fact, there were out of those ten losses that you had, six of them, if memory serves me, were less than seven points. Um, like in terms won of, point, of point won the
0: Philly games. Won the filler games for sure. Most definitely, yeah.
1: yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, the game against Tampa, when yeah. they lost in 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 um in that night that Monday night game, by mm-hmm. two. So there were several opportunities that they had that were within their grasp that they could have won and did not. So, yeah, yeah stop your whining to. And then another thing that I heard, um, oh, my God, Washington's uh, 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 stricter schedule was the weakest of the – yo. You play who you play. One, you play who you play. Two, yeah. if you look at the schedule and compare the schedules between the Washington football team and the New York Giants, there were only two games that were different. That was against – Washington played the Detroit Lions – and the carolina panthers you know what washington lost both of those games anyway Mm -hmm. so you you made up that space because you lost against teams that were different on your schedule but yet they had a better record against the (laughs) comparable talent stop the insanity giant fans stop the insanity and you know what you talk about and this to my giant fans out there who like oh so you proud about this divisional win yes because you would have been the same way at six and ten.
0: Oh yeah, they've been Dude,
1: crying.
0: up. they've face. been crying about. They'd be like, "Bring on Tampa rematch." Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to your Nastin Nate. Well, let's let's get to your Nastin Nate story now, before like before we get into the rest of the last game of give the playoffs. Okay, long story short, yeah.
1: Um, you know, father, my father and I go to uh, watch the football fan appreciation days as often as we can. Right. Sure. We also. Take my aunt, who is a super huge Washington football team fan. i might have to tell you about her I'm at another time because she's comical. But um, we're there. You know, players are running drills, working out. Fans are all there. They get a chance to see their players up close, especially for those who can't make it to games. Right. They have opportunity to get autographs without fan appreciation day, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, Nate Sudfeld is with Washington. He's the third-string QB. And he's running plays, right? And the the, the offense is driving downfield. They're in the huddle, calling the play. They line up the line of scrimmage. And right before they call the play, I'm on the sidelines with the fans, and I yell out, slant, right? Mm -hmm. What's the play that they run? And who does Nate Sunfield throw the ball to? The guy running the slant. (laughs) What happens Nate throws an interception. Ah, ah. The and Everyone that's on that side of the field turns around and looks at me as if it was my fault. I'm like, yo, I didn't throw that pass.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> How is that my fault? That's not my fault at all. So now my father and I refer to Nate Sunfeld as the half-baked character, Nasty Nate. And, and yeah, we've been doing it ever since, man. And, and oddly awesome. enough, As soon as Nate Sumpdale gets to the game, I receive a text from my dad with a photo of Nasty Nate, and I'm like, "Oh, you beat me to it, dude. That's so cool. (laughs) You beat me to it, dude. You already knew where my head was, because that's exactly (laughs) what I screamed out when I saw him warming up. But yeah, the the Nasty Nate thing, man, that's my name for him forever. Even though he did come into Washington last year as an Eagle and beat the Washington football team in that last game of the season, but I digress.
0: There you go. All so, it comes full yeah. circle. Um yeah. speaking of full circle. Um yeah, so Miami, speaking of Miami, we touched on Miami earlier. Mm-hmm. They get the asses kicked in the game that they had to have, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh Buffalo, I think, would play to to win, sort of, in terms of playing the starters. They I think into the third or third, deep in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. They were just carving Josh Allen was carving them up. Um, but Okay, if you're the Dolphins, if you are the Dolphins players or better yet, more importantly, if you are Brian Flores, the head coach, brother man, what are your feelings? What are your feelings on tour? I mean, is he, I mean, you draft him in fifth fifth overall, you have to ride with him, I get that. But what are your early thoughts on this kid as a comparison to uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, amongst others? Because they balled out, Joe Burrow before he got hurt. And Justin Herbert, I mean, who the hell saw that coming? So No one. So basically, Tua, because the performances of those two other young men, mm-hmm. is on the clock. Mm-hmm. So what are your, if you're a Dolphins guy, what are your thoughts on Tua and what should be your thoughts on Tua at this point?
1: In early Now, Tua? you know, I, I, I have this conversation with um, NFL fans that are of a particular age. And when I say that, guys that are over 30, right? Sure. Especially when it comes to quarterback evaluation. Mm-hmm. Now, Scott, we're separated by a couple of years, but not by many. Correct. So we're used to seeing um, in, in, within the NFL, especially with coaches, a time in which rookies probably didn't play.
0: Yeah, they didn't play for a couple uh, of years.
1: Yeah, unless they were monsters. Right. right? Right. You had your few that came in, excuse me, as a rookie and came in and played. Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And your rookie QBs were actually given time to develop and learn a system right and play well. Right. Now, this actually went up until about maybe what? Um, I'ma go ahead and probably say as late as Aaron Rodgers' class, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got to think of look at it like this. Um, he came in behind um Brett Favre, mm-hmm. rookie year under Brett Favre. Year two, he was thrusted in as a starter and wasn't necessarily a monster. His second year, third year, and that was a thing. I, remember this guy that used to say it, it took QBs at least three years to get comfortable within a system and learn yes. it, and yeah, know because how to properly. It,
0: the, the degree of difficulty and all that, shit. yeah, of course, yeah, dude. That's yeah. out
1: the window now, I know, because not only are our are, are, are QBs and and death play on the line. Coaches um, and their livelihood are on the line too. They're getting rid of both players and coaches quickly. They're not given, no one's given time to prove Mm -hmm. anything unless you're like Jeff Frisch here and you got photos of the owner doing butt naked things with with, with nasty animals and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. allegedly, right? (laughs) So um, it's just interesting that now. We don't give QBs the time that they used to, and but I understand that's the way that the game has now moved. It's sad mm-hmm. because we end up having a lot of guys tossed to the wayside, and a lot of them, sadly enough, um, don't get that opportunity to revive themselves. Mm-hmm. Some do, but that window is is short, and my God, if, if you can't prove it quickly then you out of here quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in, in, in terms of Tua, uh, you know, as, as much as they criticized Dwayne Hastings just last week, mm-hmm. yo, now, I'll say this, Tua has, has... Hmm, God. <laughs> I, I was, I was about to praise Tua, but I have to think about it for a moment there. Without looking at his stats, um, I'll I, I say Tua is a better runner, mm-hmm than mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins is right um but he hasn't had huge games and there have been games in which he's had to be pulled already so yes if I'm a Dolphins fan I might be concerned because hey this is who we wanted. we got the guy we asked for
0: mm-hmm.
1: the thing is though will he be allowed the time to develop so if I'm, I'm Flores, and you have the number three overall pick. Thank you, Houston. Um, <laughs> oh. Do you go ahead and, and, and take advantage of a QB that will fall in your lap at that position, especially if it's a guy that you like, and depending upon um, your thought process? Because you got to remember... Even even when they did this with, with, with Brittle Bob and, and, and his same draft class <laughs> with Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Bob. you drafted QB in the first round and the fourth round, people looked at that as being insane. You know what else I look at as being insane? You drafted a QB in less than two years apart, and we've you know, seen several teams do that already. Of course, And the Miami Dolphins could potentially be on that exact same path, especially if someone in that front office or that coaching staff <laughs> Does not believe that Tua is the guy for this team, right. regardless of whether or not where they slipped that draft pick. They're going to have to go ahead and and take
0: the, the inventory
1: on this right and, and, and figure out whether or not that that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. We'll end up finding out in April if, if that is the case, right? But yeah, that's something that has to be discussed. And, and the reason why I, I will probably go ahead and be like, no, you go ahead and stay stick with what you got. It's because I'm a development guy. You remember, I'm an older guy. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. If you allow these guys to feel comfortable and and an opportunity to develop and and, and work it out, then fine, that's what you do. But, hey, oddly enough, Flores faced the same thing that um, Ron Rivera faced. And and I criticized Ron for, and it worked out for Ron, Mm -hmm. oddly enough. Um, But I I, I criticized Ron for, but not Brian. Because I thought that Brian was was looking out for the development of the player, but when he started yanking him so that he could go ahead and win games because they were what? In playoff hunt, mm-hmm. that's when it became weird. That's why I'm, I was more so like, yo, just go ahead and play Ryan. Just play Ryan. I understand you're trying to use this as a way to attempt to, to continue to, to develop um, a, 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 a tour and put him under fire, mm-hmm. but it's not working in terms of you winning games to advance the playoffs. If you sure. want to go to the playoffs, go to the playoffs. If you want to go ahead and develop the guy, develop the guy without any criticism. And you allow him, well, I don't to it, say criticism like that. But you go ahead, you develop the guy, don't criticize him for how he's playing. You can't get mad for not making the playoffs. And you have to continue to go on and let this guy be your guy. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see how the Dolphins react and respond based upon what they do with their draft pick at the number three spot this coming spring. Because if, if they end up with, with one of the multiple draft picks that they have in the first round, they end up taking a QB. That and lets me know what? what they that lets me know what they think about Tua. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, then you know hopefully yeah. they give them some more help.
0: Well, keep in mind that before the season, I think I said this and maybe you agree with me. I thought that they were gonna rest sure I thought they were gonna to redshirt tour this year because they have Ryan Fitzpatrick already. We yeah. know that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a world beater, but he's known to play well mm-hmm. in some spots, and he could give you the ball as well, as throws a touchdowns. We've seen it. But you know, as far as they have, they is he's old faithful, right? So I thought the plan was to have to a red shirt. Now maybe I Brian Flores took a look around and saw the rookie QB's playing well, Burrow. And uh, Herbert, especially Herbert, mm-hmm. good God. Um, but, you know, he's figured, well, let me see what, what, what we have here. He said it was planned. I think that's bullshit. But that's not a here nor there. But, you know, he probably brought him in after the bye week instead. And he had a winning record as a starter. But mm-hmm. remember when he said, after the Arizona game, remember he said that he didn't think it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Remember he called it easy. I was like, this kid's gonna about to get some mad, humble pie. Because the NFL is humbling, especially the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. And he saw it. He saw yeah. it. But I'll say this, man. Look, Miami, they have a great foundation. They, they, play, in this, they play in the state. There's no state taxes. Mm-hmm. And Brian Floyd's done a hell of a job with the organization. Steven Ross, the owner, is doing a good job giving him control to do his thing. Mm-hmm. And in conjunction with, with the general manager. And you know they have a nice frontage. You got all those damn draft picks, yeah, thanks to Houston. Um, but you know they, they, you know they have those draft picks. They can just build through the draft and not have to put out a dollar big contract to whoever else to have a fairly young team. And yeah. you know the sky's the limit for them. The future is bright for them. Um, but I'm gonna tell you one more thing before you get to the playoffs. So the NFL, like the NFL story for the season headed to the postseason. Tom Brady and the almost the oh, sorry, New England and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. um, should it be considered a failure if they do not make the Super Bowl? If the Tom Brady and the, and the Buccaneers do not make the Super Bowl, should the season be considered a failure, even though they made the playoffs? That's a while.
1: I'll come in and say this right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of me that believes if you don't make the Super Bowl. It's a failure, mm-hmm. right? Sure. That's for all 32 teams, correct? Because that that should be the goal, right? Mm-hmm. That should be the, the 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 highest goal is that a we make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, but there are a lot of teams that realistically can't play on that level. So there are other goals in which you need to match,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this: I don't think anyone expected the Tampa Bay bucks. No, I know, I'm going to change that. There's some people that probably did, especially with Tom coming over, the offense being the way that it was, but no one expected the defense to play as well as they have this past season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With that said, do I think that it will be a bust for them? Coming in as a fifth seed and the fourth best record in the conference? I don't think so.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think it'll be a bust. If anything, I I still believe that this team needs to get a little bit better, a little bit better, so they can be considered to be um, one of the elites in the conference. They're almost there, Mm -hmm. but they're not, in my eyes, they're not elite because they're running
0: game away. They're running game away. That's the thing. They don't want to stick to the
1: consistency of the running game. Right. I like Robert Jones. I I do. do. Mm -hmm. The thing is, because Tom wanted Leonard Fournette. Now you got to split Robert Jones carries with Leonard Fournette. Correct. Now you got to split Robert Jones pass attempts with Leonard Fournette. Matter of fact, Ronald Jones is on the precipice of getting a thousand yards rushing this year. Mm-hmm. But what do they do? Tom those passes to his boy, AB, so that he can reach a mark, so that he can get a bonus. Yo, Jones can get a bonus too if he got a thousand, but no, you don't give him the ball. Yeah. So if they can go ahead and figure out whose team this is, <laughs> they continue to be a little bit more consistent as like you said with the run game that right. they can if they can get consistent play in terms of their play calling with that mm-hmm. then it's a possibility they can go ahead and be looked at as as the next level but that would just be um Tom playing with the net playing playing within that system and playing with that team for a year um and, and there will be a year better right yeah but as of right now, I think they're on the precipice of being exactly where excuse me they should be, mm-hmm. right? Um, team, yeah. Yeah, you know, because chances are um they could potentially end up facing Green Bay in the divisional round, right? Even though I I'm going to say it right now, I wouldn't be shocked. If Tampa loses against Washington, and i got a litany of reasons why. You're not the
0: only one who said that. You're not the only one who said that. But we'll we'll get to that in the playoff segment. But, yeah.
1: Okay. So, you know, Tom, if they face Green Bay, a team that they've beaten early in the season, there's a possibility Mm -hmm. that they go ahead and beat them twice. Mm -hmm. There's a possibility that Green Bay beats them. But if that happens, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call that a failure. You know, Green Bay has been looking lights out this entire year. Um, Aaron Rodgers has had a pro uh, has has had a MVP caliber season so has Devontae Adams Mm -hmm. and that defense is continuing to get better yeah and those cries which
0: is huge
1: which is huge especially for them right yeah and as as much as people talked about how Green Bay dropped the ball by not drafting another receiver for for Aaron Rodgers to come out and and, and play with jokes on you 48 touchdowns 13 and 3 record right. So um, I digress. But, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that, that Tampa will be a failure for not making the Super Bowl, um, even though they're right there on the precipice of being on one of those elite teams that should start thinking that way. But they got enough talent to think that way already. I just think that they need another year under Arians, especially with the additions that they've added this past offseason, um, to, to, to think that way.
0: Well, you know what? I think Tampa was one of those teams that could really have used the preseason. Yeah. They could have eased. because remember they the first game at New Orleans, minus a, minus the crowd, of course. Mm-hmm. At New Orleans against Drew Brees. That was game number one. No preseason. Get together, figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a result, it was predictable what happened, but New Orleans just, just owned the hell out of them this year. I mean, just yeah. owned them. So yeah. which which makes me see because it's a possibility that if 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 Tampa gets by Green Bay, was right they get by your your, your beloved Washington team, they may face New Orleans again. Yeah. That's a high possibility. So since we're talking about the plus, let's just go there right now. We're starting the NFC since we're already in the NFC. Look at the matchups. You got Tampa at Washington. Chicago at New Orleans, and Green Bay has a bye, but Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know what? The intriguing game I want to see, because first of all, I think the Bears are going to get their asses kicked in New Orleans. Yeah. i going to be a game. I think I, I, I like Seattle over the Rams because I think Jared Goff is banged up, and you really want to start a backup no matter how good he looked last week against Arizona, do you really want to start a backup at Seattle, at the 12th man? I don't think you do. Um, And last but not least, I want to get to this game. You touched on it. Tampa at Washington. Got the Hall of Fame quarterback who played like a stud this year, but he's immobile. Going against a hellacious defense with an even more hellacious front four. And your boy Chase Young, the young man called him out, and to his credit, he doubled down. He said, Yeah, I said it. I said what I said in preference. But I'm like, he's like, I said, <clears throat> excuse me, what I said. What you gonna do? So I want to see that. Now I think personally Tampa's gonna win because Washington doesn't have an offer to keep up with Tampa, what Tampa has to so offer. But it's gonna be very, very, very interesting to see how this particular matchup. The offense, Tom Brady offense, in his immobile self, going up against a hellacious four in Washington. All his first-round, second-round draft picks. The linebacker's not that bad either. So that's going to be the matchup. If Tampa keeps Brady clean, this will be an ass-whip. Otherwise, this is going to be tough. It'll come down to the wire. I still like being lean towards Tampa because of the Tom Brady factor of course. But this is a very intriguing game, and I cannot fucking wait to watch it. Now, of course,
1: anyone would expect me being a Washington football fan would expect me to be a little biased or not a lot of bias, and <laughs> on based on how I see this game. But let me go ahead and lay some some facts on you, right? Facts. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, Fair. we already know that Tom Brady has a difficult time dealing with pressure, especially Correct. as it pertains to the front four. Correct. And if you remember in that Steelers game, there was a lot that they did in terms of just rushing four against Big Ben and allowing yeah. that the remaining seven to play coverage. It's a possibility they end up attempting to do the same thing on Saturday. If that's the case and they're capable of getting to Tom, it's going to be a problem. Now, I... I, I it, I do understand that you could probably say that the Tampa Bay receiving corps is a lot more talented than the Pittsburgh receiving corps, and they're not going to drop passes like, like Pittsburgh did. Mm-hmm. Um, no disrespect.
0: Second, it's the facts, straight facts.
1: Yeah, but if, if they're <laughs> capable of, of getting pressure on Tom, and we've seen Tom play in situations where he's had to face pressure, he don't deal well with those. And let me give you some examples. Okay, we look at it historically. Hmm. Playing against the NFC East teams in his past. He is one in three against the NFC in the playoffs. Now, yes, all those games, are Super Bowl games, but those three games in which he lost, he dealt with a lot of pressure from the, the fronts, from the front seven. A whole lot of pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you think you say, okay, those are old Super Bowl games with a different team. Okay, fine. Let's look at this year, right? The games in which they've lost, a lot of those teams had great defenses and great front fours. You need to get the Rams. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull up that schedule real quick. I I don't have to look far far, because I actually have it um, right here ready for the looking. Um, Well, if this app opens up, that'll be the best. But yeah, if you look at the fact that, not the fact, but if you look at the the, the games in which they lost this year, right? Mm -hmm. And now go um, Chicago, great front four, great defensive rush, especially with Khalil Mack. Um, The Saints. That Saints defense played a whole lot better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then technically lost a gunfight with the Saints. Um, but they still got a good defense. Who else? Uh, the Rams, great front four. Um, and the Chiefs, who whose defense can play well in spots, right? Correct. So those games right there get you a pass rush. And we know that, as a matter of fact, the Chiefs got a great pass rush as well. They do. Go ahead. Believe or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean they give up a lot of points and not blame them on the secondary, but you 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 that, that pass rush that they have is, is highly respectable. Just like Washington. Great pass rush. And those are games they lost this year. Um this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to take into consideration, um, something that I was completely blind to, didn't even think didn't even think about, Tom Brady's bad Tom Brady's bedtime is normally eight o'clock. <laughs> this game is played at eight. Oh, man
0: bedtime. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's and and the, the 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 Bucks this year on games played at eight o'clock. They're one in three, mm. and that one win is that controversial win against the Giants, where there was may or may not have been a pass interference. Was that was It was
0: pass interference, by the way.
1: Just See, for a so. So, so for those who believe that's a possibility, the Giants could have came away with that one. But, yeah, Tom – and Tom had a hard time during that game, another defense that has quality um, pass rush and played well against Tom too. So, yeah, you take all those three factors into, into play. But, yes, Tom Brady is coming to D.C. and he's a short Washington before and pass. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a young Tom. It's <clears throat> an old Tom. Young Tom didn't like getting hit. Yeah. Old Tom really don't like. Really it. doesn't want to get hit. And you get these young dogs out there that, that want to make a name for themselves. I e Chase Young that's already calling out for this dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Look out!
1: Again, I picked Washington to win. Would I be surprised if Tampa wins? No, but I also won't be surprised if Washington wins mm. because they have what it takes defensively to win this game. Now the like you said, the offense is the side of the ball that I'm concerned about. Um I'm highly concerned about um Alex Smith. There's a lot of people who say Alex is the one that is what six and one, seven and one in starts this year. He should be the one to start. But as immobile as you looked in that Eagles game, I don't know if I want to take that chance Mm -mm. unless he feels as though he's better. But um the way he's looking right now, I'll go ahead and take my chances with, with Heineke. I would I told, talked to you about it on the show last week how excited I was to see him potentially play this past week. I'm still that ant because if he's capable of doing what Washington did last week. That was another thing I talked about in in, in our preview of, of the game between Washington and Philly last week. If Washington was capable of driving downfield and scoring points early in the game, which they did against Philly, they would win. And that's exactly what happened. If they're capable of... I'm not, I'm not going to say if they're capable of driving on them and scoring early, but if, if, if they're capable of moving the ball Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I'm more concerned about this week than I was last week. If they're capable of winning the ball, I truly believe everything else they handle themselves. But I think this is this is going to be a game that's going to be won by defense by either team. Mm. It's either going to be a play made by Washington's defense that leads to win, or Tampa's defense that leads to win. I'm, I'm seeing it here first.
0: Okay, now right, right, quick—is is your receiver, your all-world receiver, Ted McLaurin—is he playing? Is he healthy?
1: As far as I know, if he's gonna be healthy enough to play oh, again it. this that's week, it.
0: that's because he played he
1: played last week unfortunately. So he was the one that got the first touchdown. Right. Um, you could say that he wasn't as active because of the injury or because of the fact that the defense honed in on him, but either way, um he, he wasn't as big. The thing is, I'm gonna need him or well, I'm gonna hope that he's capable of just playing, period. If that's gonna to continue to be the case and they're capable of, of getting the ball to him, Cam Sims. Uh, 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 god, uh, Logan Thompson, the tight end,
0: yeah, um, from a quarterback, uh,
1: yeah. And if they can get the running back, um, Antonio Gibson to, 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 to run the ball well, even though Tampa has a great deep, uh, uh, run defense, if they can get him going as well, uh, as well as McKissick, who's been playing well,
0: catching the ball out of the backfield, they'll be fine. All right, AFC. Mm-hmm. All right, this should. This is the AFC is the better conference. I'm sorry, it's not me being biased to steal a fan. No. It just is. You got a ten win two is now in the playoffs, yeah. all right? You got eight and eight team in Chicago that bat this way in. So yeah. anyway, um, Kansas City obviously has a bye. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been saying all season. No matter what great of a star Pittsburgh was on, when they were eleven zero, Kansas City is the best team in the league. Always has been this year. It's their world. Everybody else is living in it. So they got the buy. Buffalo hosting Indianapolis, strength against strength defense for the Colts versus offense the Bills. Believe it or not, I like the Bills in this one. Should be entertaining. Um, Cleveland Pittsburgh, uh, rivalry, big rivalry. Cleveland's decent again. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to hate Cleveland again and still laugh at them. Um, I think this will be this has the verge of being a blowout, especially with Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, not being able to coach because he has COVID. Or just positive for COVID, I should say, and the All-Pro guard is will not play. I forget his last name, but he won't be playing as well, which will hurt the run game. And so Pittsburgh gets back Big Ben, gets back Pouncey, gets back T.J. Watt, gets back Cam Hayward. Yeah, mm-hmm. full Remember, they lost. They Cleveland barely beat the B team from Pittsburgh last week. Again, it came down to a failed two-point conversion. So I like still is big in this game. And they're playing at home, by the way. So I like the biggest game. The game I want to see, bro, which gives us to this Baltimore, Tennessee. Old rivalry, bad blood going back to the back, back, going back to the 2000 season when the Ravens went there and did them. Remember like when, when, when Ray Lewis and company went in there? And Shannon Sharp went in there against uh, Steve McNair, Jeff Fisher. Eddie Jones, that, that was the most yes. brutal game I've seen. I love that. Was that most brutal dude. game. Yeah. And and, and and if you go back, I mean, if you if you go back even from from this year, not last year, but excuse me, a few years before that, when I think it was the mid two thousands, when Ray Lewis the company as a want to see a what they six seed? they like they went into Tennessee back when Tennessee mm-hmm. was the top seed. And they beat them. Remember, Tennessee was led by Chris Johnson. Yes. The other people. They went there. They knocked Johnson out of the game. And then it was a very low-scoring game in Tennessee. I, I, I the, the memory seems that I think they won 13-10, something like that. But anyway, they went on. That sounds <laughs> about right. Yeah, yeah. With those yeah. games between them, that yeah. sounds Yeah, Jeff about Fisher right. was coaching them. So, basically, that led from there, the Baltimore team then. That was um, uh, Joe Flacco's rookie season. That, that was the same year that right after that game, they lost to Pittsburgh in the championship game. And right after Pittsburgh's Super Bowl win over the Arizona Cardinals. So, uh, I think that was the 2008, 2007, 2008 season. Um, it was
1: Flacco's rookie
0: season? Yeah.
1: That might have been about 7, 8, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, that, so that's when... So, be that as it may, there's a lot of history... A Lot of bad blood between those two teams that don't play in the same division anymore. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and you know, and the grudge match is gonna happen this, this 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 coming Sunday. The early game, one 1 p.m. on ABC. As much as I want to pick Tennessee, because I, I'm a huge fan of Derrick Henry, uh Ryan Tannehill has, has had a career renaissance since so joining the Titans, oh, like when he left like, like like when he left the Dolphins. Um actually when the Dolphins cut him. Um Baltimore's playing well, bro. Remember when remember when Baltimore beat Cleveland in that 3 minute in that game? And I mm-hmm. was like, well, shit, that was a hard game. And if you look at the special schedule, I mean, sure, they had the Giants, the Cowboys, and Cincinnati again, but you play who you play, right? And they yeah. and they handled the business. And you know, I wouldn't, I tell that's what I remember telling you that after they went six and five, and when and after they did beat the, 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 um, the like the Browns, I'm like, don't be surprised if they went out. And they did. So they went from six and five after the lose to Pittsburgh a second time to a five game winning streak. They're hot as fire, as hot grease. And, you know, they're, they're going to Tennessee. So I like Baltimore in this game. Tennessee can't rush a passer. The defense sucks. I mean, you allow, um, I mean, I know like uh, the Sean Watson in Houston. I know he's the man, but he has no little to no weapons around him. He had to hung 38 on. So I like, I like the, I like the Ravens in this game. I think it would, it may be low scoring. Just know that both teams love to run the football. So it's going to be very old school. So. Yeah, I, I like I like Baltimore what should be a close yet yeah, tough, brutal, hard-hitting, old school kind of game.
1: And it's it's interesting that you're capable of remembering the details of that game that vividly. I mean, we all have games like that where mm-hmm. we just keep them up there. And you were actually right. I just looked it up. And yeah, all the details that you, you put out there, that's exactly how it went down with the um the Ravens winning that game 13-10. Yeah. Um this is another game. Well, this is another situation within the AFC where I agree with you with your, your first two picks but disagree with that third one again. Okay. Um, like you said, um, Baltimore has improved
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and Tennessee has had its spots too, especially look real spotty against Jacksonville yeah. this past Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which is a head-scratcher to me. Um, the, the thing is, Tennessee can't that Tennessee team can't go in um, and and play um, Baltimore. They can't. It has to be the Tennessee that we saw um, when they won games throughout the season. Um, I agree with you. I truly believe this is going to be a close one. Um, And and I believe that this is going to be a game that that's won through the run game and through defense. Um, But yeah, I'm leaning more towards Tennessee in this situation. If, if if Baltimore can't stop Derrick Henry, I'm going to go ahead and and um I'm if they can't stop winning. Derrick Henry, they're gonna win it. Yeah, yeah. Um The yeah. the thing is it's gonna be intriguing to see now with the combination of um Lamar Jackson and JK Dobbins
0: mm-hmm.
1: how this running game is gonna look. Because we saw how they looked last mm-hmm. year with, mm-hmm. with um uh, uh Mark Ingram, right? But now with, with the Young Ball um JK. It's going to be real interesting to see uh, 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 if they're going to be able to keep pace with um, Tennessee and, and 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 what Derrick Henry does best this year, the two thousand yard rusher. Yeah,
0: this may be a quick game because both teams love to run the football. Uh huh. Everything's predicated off of the run game. Um, you know, the dual threat with Lomar Lamar Jackson, the mm-hmm. play action passer with Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. This may be a this. Shit, I mean, <laughs> you're going to have both teams sustaining drives of 12 or 13 plays because they love to run the football. Now, granted, Derek Cooley can break out home runs, as could Lamar Jacks for the quarterback position, as could DK, J.K. Dobbins, if you wanted to. Um, I'm looking forward to it. This is old school football. In the era where teams love to pass the ball and be, be glitzy and glamorous about it, these are two teams who know their identity. Right? Yeah. They know their identity. Because their and, head
1: coaches are, are know their identity. Exactly. And, and they don't waver it from them either, which is something that I thoroughly enjoy, is mm-hmm. to see a team that has a philosophy mm-hmm. under a coach that is, that is rooted mm-hmm. in that philosophy, and everybody on that team falls in line with that philosophy because it's a winning one. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. one of the guys that we didn't necessarily talk about in terms of he's not going to be a super threat, on the run game, but he can make plays and it's funny because they just showed the um the fact that uh, Baltimore and Tennessee were playing on um, the Mothership Network because I got it on the screen in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one guy that, that we don't talk about as it pertains to, to, to making plays on his feet is one, Ryan Tannehill who can correct. also do the same. Oh, correct.
0: The, Absolutely he, correct.
1: He, he's not going to be a 100-yard rusher but there are going to be plays. with, they are going to be times and instances where he's going to make plays with his feet. He can move. In Baltimore. Yes, he can move. And Baltimore better not forget about that dude mm-hmm. and, and his ability to do
0: so. Yeah. I mean, like that one touchdown he had against uh, the Texans where everyone followed and their mama followed Henry. He just bootlegged mm-hmm. his ass into the end zone untouched. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking forward to. It. Now, to me personally, I, I despise both squads.
1: Because mm-hmm. the history
0: they have, uh, the history that I both have with my Steelers, but oh yeah, but I mean, albeit a brutal history, but these two teams, even if they, even though they're not in the same division anymore, they can't stand each other. They never had, they they never had. I mean, this is the old Cleveland, old Houston Oilers, right? So I mean, it, it's I'm just looking forward to. I am looking forward to that game, and it's gonna be hella fun to watch. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be physical, old school shit. It's straight old school. Um, we'll get you out here on this, brother. Um, college ball playoff. <laughs> Where's Dabble Sweeney? I don't hear him talking anymore. He's at home. Oh, that's <laughs> his yes, that's exactly where he <laughs> is right now.
1: Oh, yeah. my God. And unexpectedly for me, too. I'm not going to sit here and fuck like I picked against Dabo. No, oh, hell. I picked them to do so. I but picked them to what? beat Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? When you open your mouth like this and stuff like this happens, mm-hmm. it makes it that much
0: easier to laugh at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I'm an AC and I'm an ACC guy, and I'm clowning. That's how bad it was. But yeah. me, be it as it may, I'm glad we don't have alabama Clinton part five. That's the good news. Yeah. The bad news is they still probably going to get an ass whooped, even though you still got two blue bloods in Alabama, Ohio state. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio state will try to make a game of it. I think they're playing with a humongous chip on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who's stopping Alabama though. How are you going to stop Alabama? I don't, you know I, don't what? See anybody, I don't see anybody stopping them. And this is just, just like LSU last year, this is just Alabama's year. I, I don't I think they would have be beaten Clemson. Mm-hmm. And I for damn sure think they'd beat Ohio State.
1: Mm. No, I actually picked Clemson <laughs> to beat Alabama again. Um mm-hmm. the thing is though, the way that Devonta Smith has looked this year, and congratulations on him to him for yes. the Heisman. Probably. Um, you know, I applaud him most definitely. The the thing is though, and, and it's gonna be something that shows its ugly head. Mm-hmm. is the fact that neither one of these teams have played defense extremely well this year. Exactly. The thing is, though, we've seen Ohio State play defense a little bit better than, uh, than Alabama. Or maybe it's because of the level of play. Or maybe it's because we've only seen Ohio State play, what, six, seven times this year. So that could be another thing, too, right? Mm-hmm. But I digress. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how these two offenses look this year. Justin Fields playing up against that Alabama all the defense, which isn't Alabama defenses that we're used to. And the same can be said about Ohio State's defense when they face um Mac Jones, Devonta Smith, and um what's that running back's name that they have over there, at Alabama too? You know, it I
0: know what you're talking about, I can't think of the young men's name. See, and it's bad <laughs> yeah. because
1: this dude was a beast in the first part of the season. Yeah. And we've forgotten
0: completely
1: about uh completely I'm forgotten about him. Because of the play of, of Smith and, and Jones, right? So yeah, it's a possibility that this going to have a big game too this week. So yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how these defenses look in this title game. But um, I'm looking for this game to be a lot closer um, than what some might think. But um, yeah, I'm 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 intrigued by this matchup too, even yeah. though it's not what we what we've been used to from these two programs for, within the past five years.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah again look I'm hoping for a competitive game. Uh Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris. Um, but I hope it's gonna be I hope it's gonna be competitive. I think it'll be I think it'll be entertaining earlier, mm-hmm. but I just think Alabama's just better. Kind of like LSU was last year. They're just better. Yeah. And you know, living in Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, it's gonna be very, I mean, it's <laughs> it's gonna be live. Let's put it that way. I have neighbors who oh, yeah. are big Ohio State fans. So it's gonna be live. Um in Michigan. But um I, I just think I just think Alabama's that much better, bro. Mm. It is what it is. All right, and I think I don't know if you have anything else we can call the show. What do you think? Um, not really. I mean, it, 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 NBA season
1: is is still it's to early. me it's you know, early. it's, it's <laughs> it's it's bubbling, you know. It's still we're still trying to figure everybody out, right? Yeah. Um, conference play with with NCAA men's basketball right now is underway. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to the sister. I can't remember what her name is. Um, to be the first um, black coach.
0: in, yes. in um In, yes. in, in, in baseball. Yes. for yes. A minor the league coach. spot. Yes. it's like um, Bianca something. I can't Bianca remember Smith. what her last name is. Bianca Smith. That's
1: what it is. Bianca That's what Smith. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So congratulations to her. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying
0: to think, is there anything else that's going on? Oh, Markel right folks, Markel folks, Markel excuse me, injured his injured his knee. Tore oh, wow. his, he tore his ACL. Wow, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. It is.
1: You know, it, is. Bummer. it is. It um, is. Um,
0: he was playing so well too. Yeah, yeah. His back, in, in Orlando, need to change the scenery. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for that, brother. Hey, he's gonna come. I think he's gonna come back. He's gonna, you know, bounce back. He's he's still a young guy. Yeah, he's been through so much shit, man. In his, in between the years. he's finally getting it again. But this to happen, ah, it's crazy. That's just that's terrible. But,
1: but the, the one I mean, other thing because I I don't want to talk about sleazy things like we normally do on our show, mm-hmm. uh, i.e. your boy, um, what's his name, uh, the head coach over there, old Miss, from Mississippi State, um, oh, football, that, that was, football, yeah, that was in the stands taking the, the yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that that was uh the pirate guy. Oh God damn. I know who you're talking about. Anyway, so, yeah,
1: yeah, he's in the in the stands taking pictures without any mask on. Yeah, I'm like yo, it's COVID, and he but he's taking pictures maskless while his his players are in a, are involved. Wearing
0: against Tulsa,
1: yeah, against Tulsa, <laughs> and, and I'm like, yo, y'all wilding out. But I digress. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about real quick yeah. is that it was just announced a couple of days ago that the NCAA, who are looking to do their immense tournament, is looking to do a bubble in indiana indianapolis yeah um what are your thoughts on that
0: this is gonna be this is a different this this is different covid has fucked some things up man and i'm i'd be shocked if we get that far i'm gonna come out and say it because you know the i'm talking on the women's side now the women's side duke's basketball team is i say fuck it we ain't ain't playing this year Mm -hmm. um and the men's team have to delay some games Mm-hmm. Um my coach K has Mike Shushewsky has openly questioned why are we playing these games? As well as Pitts head coach, uh um uh I forget his name, play for Duke. But anyway. I, I just
1: find that Shushewski's timing yeah. in that just happens to be um They're worse year you know, well. in a while. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, so yeah. now you want to question that. Okay, cool. It is what it is, but I digress.
0: Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's gonna be different. I'm looking up in the air because I'm trying to think. It's going to be very, very, very different. Now, does do I now Do I understand? Yes. You don't want so many different regions, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have all, like, how many regions you, you typically have? Like, I don't know, like 16 or something odd, odd regions that you're playing in the first round. And then, the, what they call it, the round of 32 now? Uh, the round of 32 now. And then before the, the sweet 16 and the grade eight, I mean the, the, the leader, uh, I should say they should call it the grade eight, but it's not here nor there. Um, then the final four. I understand why they're doing it. I'm just wondering if they're even gonna get that far. I really I'm I'm wondering with all these cancellations and delays, and look, I understand why they have they have to do this <laughs> because this is a cash cow. Yeah. if they can if they don't play this tournament this year like they like like they they did they, like they didn't do last year mm-hmm. they're gonna be losing a hell of money not just these NBA, but these schools yeah i gonna be losing a whole lot of money they're missing mm-hmm. a lot of money now because there's no one in the stands mm-hmm. so I understand I don't know we're gonna get that far but I understand why. They did it because they, they decided to do it because they need that money, but they couldn't take the risk, afford the risk, having so many regions. And these kids probably arguably should, shouldn't be playing anyway during this pandemic. They have a higher risk of getting COVID or tested positive for COVID by playing these different regions, right? All this travel, all the logistics involved and everything else. So... They couldn't have it under one bubble per se because there's so many teams, 64, 67 teams or whatever, but <clears> they're going to have it in different parts of the state of Indiana, right? So I think what's, I, I, I don't know for sure how they're going to do it, but I think they may have like different sizes of bracket and all four, I don't know how many, four or five, whatever, sites in the state of Indiana, probably going to be in driving distance. I think it's going to be at Conseco Field Fieldhouse, well, Baker's Life Fieldhouse now, formerly Field Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. At Hinkle at Hinkle Gymnasium at Butler's campus um, I use campus in bloomington I think West Lafayette at um, Purdue so okay. that's four or five uh, mm-hmm. most count, but yeah it's gonna be in that in those in those in those, those cities and towns. So it would be listen it'll lessen the risk. it wouldn't have to travel as far true. And they probably stay in the same hotel, I would think. Hotels, I, I would think. It's I don't. It's just gonna. It's just weird. How we to this point, you know. With COVID. Um, but yeah, I just let's just hope that it gets to the to it gets to that point. Yeah right. Let's hope That's that the other first. Thing too. That ho- let's yeah. hope that first. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. I, I understand it. I just. From a logistic standpoint, I understand why they had to do it. In a financial standpoint, I really understand why they had to do it. I still think in the end, they're going to be losing some money because there's no crowd. No tickets.
1: Yeah. So Th- That's going to be the thing that hurts them the most. It's yeah. the fact that they probably won't be able to um, sell tickets to games. But sitting um, here with my fingers crossed, man, hoping that you know sooner or later we'll be able to go back outside and play and watch games. And, and, and I just don't know exactly when that's going to
0: be just yet. Yeah so Yeah, we'll see. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's call it. Let's wrap it. Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. Please check out my man D Nash here, the Yard slash ACCU Sports Russell about all things shoe Sports. But uh, wait, how can they get the merch? How can they get you, the merch?
1: You know what? Oh, I'm gonna have to go ahead and start making the merch re- uh, available again. Okay. If, if if you want some, I can go ahead and most definitely get it to you. But what you mm-hmm. can do until then, you can visit my, my website, heritagebcs.com. That's uh, heritagebcs.com. BCS stands for Black College Sports. Mm-hmm. I actually have a line of black college um, tees and, and 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 sweatshirts that honor uh, black college sports um and the culture. So, you know, pay homage to a lot of the, the old players that that play the HBCUs that that have had great careers in professional sports. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking to go ahead and bring the Yard merch back out, and, and when I do, it'll also be on that website now. But yeah, I have tons of great um, legacy t-shirts that that honor NBA and MLB greats, like uh, 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 what's your boy's name? Um, Willis Reed, mm. uh, 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 Sam Jones, <clears throat> Al Adles from a and um, uh uh, 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 Lou Brock. Uh, 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 uh what's your boy's name? I see Andre Dawson. So mm-hmm. you know, I I have jersey tees that honor them as well as um other tees that that honor um groups of players as well and and also pay homage to um the culture of HBCU sports.
0: Cool, and so I'll put that in the in the description of the video as well, so they can get that so i'll hook you up there um also sleazy radio every tuesday night facebook Mm -hmm. live with the coach and the crew and last but not least heroesports.com we write about all things fcs sports pertains to hbcus in the meantime don't forget to subscribe to the channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell so you get the ding 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 so when new shit comes out on the channel also get the merch Get the merch. CafePress.com. Search for the Clown Tom Sports. You'll find it there as well. So until next time, stay safe out there. If you have to go outside, wear a mask. Otherwise, wash your hands. Stay safe, stay cool. Until next time, peace out.